Hello, I'm Jeremy McMahon, meditation teacher, Tibetan Buddhist scholar, and audio engineer. And welcome to Meditating with Friends, a podcast where we explore meditation through friendly conversation. Each episode includes a guided meditation that you are invited to join. If you enjoy this podcast and are interested in working with me one-on-one to help deepen your meditation practice, send me a message on Instagram at Jeremy McMindfulness. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. It is your friend, uh, Jeremy McMindfulness, uh, here with another episode of uh, Meditating with Friends, where everybody meditates. And first, uh, before we jump into the episode, I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to some of my oldest and best friends, uh, my friends, Jeremy, also named Jeremy, uh, my friend Alex and my friend Eric. Uh, they all left very, very kind reviews for my podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts uh, and subscribed. So again, thank you so much for leaving those reviews. Uh, really appreciate it. And if anybody else out there uh, feels like leaving a review and subscribing uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, I would really appreciate it. And who knows, if you do leave a review, maybe I'll give you a shout out at some point. Uh, So yeah, thanks again to Jeremy, Alex, and Eric. And so let's get into the episode today. So we are here with uh, Kristen Potter, uh, founder of of Left Bank Media. And Kristen, I just have to start off by saying I've, ever since I've met you, I've just really admired your work ethic and just like how many projects you have going on. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it just really, it's just really, really impressive. Uh, Thank for me you. To watch. Thank you. Um, so we have uh, Left Bank Media. Uh, and then we have from my understanding, we have Left Bank Media, and then we have Left Bank Magazine, which is mm-hmm. a music publication, which has very generously uh, featured my band uh, numerous times, Party Dark. And then we have uh, Chez Noy. Am I saying that right? <laughs> um, no, it's totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about French, so you can please, please correct me. Uh, it's, no, it's it's. I actually, when I was coming up with the name, I was thinking like, oh, I want it to be like a cool kind of obscure name. And I'm just realizing how many American people just can't pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's Shay New. Shay New, okay. Yeah. Cool. So... Um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, sorry, I didn't take French. Um, I actually, I studied German in in high school, which I feel like is, I don't know, not super helpful. I uh, wish I studied German. I was gonna move to Berlin over the summer, and that would have been helpful. Yeah, it, it, I bet it would have been helpful. Um, uh, but uh, everybody speaks English in Germany. At least that's what I've yeah. been told. Um, but anyway, so uh, Shay New. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about Shay New and uh, yeah. what Shay New is all about? Of course. So Shay New was started over the summer 2020. Um, so I launched it June 2nd. And it's basically... 
kind of a response to Black Lives Matter mm. and also um, the pandemic. And there was just like an outpouring of support for small businesses. And mm. so kind of like putting those two things, those two energies together, um, Shea New is a global directory for finding businesses owned by um, people of color, women, and LGBTQIA plus founders. Wow, that's really awesome that you, <laughs> uh, you. you put that together, and like, yeah, and it's. Uh, I don't. Know, I've I've talked about on my YouTube page uh, around the times of uh, you know all the protests that were happening around June. Uh, you know, I talked a lot about the idea of these uh, wrathful deities um, that you see in Tibetan artwork and how they look very demonic, very scary, and they look, you know, frankly evil. Mm -hmm. But really the idea behind it is, you know, taking negative uh, emotions or the, the power from like negative energy and transforming it into something positive. Mm. Uh, so thank you for you know, being being a wrathful deity um, <laughs> uh, and taking you know something negative and turning it into something positive and really creating a network for it definitely and, uh, sorry uh, yoshi's barking no problem i i feel like i should probably have more dogs on the podcast <laughs> he does like he likes meditating and yoga anytime i get my mat out and i'm going to like do yoga or whatever and he specifically will bring his toy to the end of the mat and lay on it <laughs> yeah I've uh, numerous people I mean with my own experience and just like talking to other people working with other people about meditation the pets they they are always really attracted to <laughs> to you when you meditate and they always the one time when you really want to be left alone they're, that's yeah. when they're going to come up and get all, get all up in your grill <laughs> yeah or when i'm like doing a downward dog then yoshi decides to stretch at the same time <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> well yeah and i mean i think there's something to that, I mean, I think, you know, I don't think it's just like silly or just coincidence, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, they're picking up on your vibe, and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and going with it's particularly dogs, you know, like, you know, dogs just like, are so, you know, empathic and intuitive when it yeah. comes to people that yeah. like, I don't know, I think they just through meditation, you know, they, they really respond to that energy and i think this is well i mean of course i'm not a dog so i won't know this <laughs> but i have a feeling that our mind when we meditate is probably more similar to a dog's mind than uh you know than our normal functioning right yeah because a dog is just kind of just like awareness and of course, you know, a dog doesn't have like cognitive function as much as, you know, we do, but like, but that's also helps them, uh, you know, not be so distracted mm. by, you know, their own thought processes. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that's what, one of the things, you know, f with meditation too, is like, I mean, that's kind of the big goal is to show you that like, you know, so much of what you think and feel is just based off of your interpretation wow and not really so much based off of you know what has actually happened 
Wow, that is really helpful to hear. Um, I, I've really thought about it like that. Good. Well, that's awesome. Um, I'm glad I could be a little insightful. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. So thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I do want to say, I mean, kind of related to Shay Noy. Shay Noy. Shay Noy. Mm-hmm. Uh, noise like German <laughs> coming out. <laughs> um, Shaydu, um, have you have you heard of meditating for Black Lives? No. Um, yeah, they were. They, I mean, I think they started again, like in the summer. Uh, you know, another example of taking these mm-hmm. negative energies and turning it into something positive. And they started hosting meditations. I know at first uh, they were doing it in uh, Von King Park in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, I think they were doing it out in Brownsville for a bit. And I do very much regret that I unfortunately did not make it out to one of their events. But uh, a good friend of mine, Sean Kelly, uh, went and he said it was actually the first time he'd ever meditated. Hmm. Uh, and he even for the 4th of July did a little fundraiser, uh, for them. He's, he's an excellent, uh, cook and, uh, f- chef and food guy. And he made ribs and sold ribs to raise wow. money, <laughs> but, uh, definitely, you know, check them out, keep them on their radar, uh, yeah. keep them on your radar. Um, I mean, I don't think they have been running you know, terribly active because it's, you know, the middle of January mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. hard to meditate outside in the cold. Uh, but yeah, it seems like a know. really, really awesome organization. And, you know, I'm, even though, you know, I am <laughs> a white person, I, I very much am all for, you know, doing things that break down yeah. just like how unbearably white the meditation mm-hmm. scene is, mm-hmm. you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, For sure. Yeah. So check them out. And, uh, you no, know, that's good to know because she knew I, I said businesses, but I also share like, or what I'm adding to the site now is like organizations, nonprofits, uh, mental health providers, like the whole spectrum of things that underrepresented people could use. So that's a really good thing to hear about. Yeah, yeah, definitely include them, give them a shout out. And, you know, in the future, you know, I hope that I can get, you know, more of a direct connection with them. Yeah. You know, have have somebody from the organization uh, online because or on the show, just because, again, you know, we need I really do believe we need meditation teachers of all, you know, races, uh, religions, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sexual preferences, gender identities. Yeah, because I mean, different people need to hear it in different ways, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Um, so, you know, I, I just want, I just want it to get bigger. I just want it to expand and, you know, I just want to, you know, save the world, save the world, you know, no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. That's what I, yeah, I go between, I like vacillate between wanting to save the world and just being like, I'm just going to stay inside and like, obviously I'm going to, you know, stay in, in the living room and watch TV and like 
eat a bunch of like random food all day, you know? (laughs) It's so like, I love that you think I'm like really productive. And I guess like on the outside, it does seem like it, but it's only because, um, I operate with like really big bursts of energy. And then Uh I go back to like, watching drive or something <laughs> yeah i saw your post about listening to the drive soundtrack yes. and uh i i love that movie so much dude oh my god i just saw it for the first time but for I the knew, first time yes oh, yes but i knew i knew about the soundtrack because um someone like told me about it years ago and mm-hmm. so the whole time so uh Kavinsky's track like night crawl or whatever is one of mm-hmm. my favorite songs night call mm-hmm. and um and I thought it was on that Jake Gyllenhaal movie night crawler <laughs> so I was gonna watch that movie just so I could hear when the song comes on in that movie uh-huh. so I didn't even know it was in drive and then uh- I, and then, like, at the opening scene, they start playing the song, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. I saw that movie in theaters, actually, with my dad. Wow. And, and, like, yeah, it just blew my mind. The soundtrack blew my mind. And The I, cinematography. I, uh, yeah, I love that director. I love <sighs> Nicholas Winding Refn. Uh, Seriously. So good. I think he's good. a genius. I couldn't sleep the other night because I kept on, you know, the song real human being. Yeah. yeah, I had that stuck in my head, so I couldn't sleep. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to have a song keeping you up at (sighs) night, I I think that's like probably (laughs) one of the best ones. Um, Yeah, dude. So like that's that's how I spend most of my time. (laughs) Well, that's fine. And like, I don't know, like. I mean, that's a th- I think that's another balance thing that I think about a lot when it comes to meditation. And of course, you know, it's something that I really like to emphasize and that, you know, you know, people often in the West too, like, you know, portray meditation as being like, oh, you know, you're not like actually helping change the world or helping anybody because you're just sitting there doing nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, I can understand like that sentiment, but you know, you have to have this balance of being able to take care of yourself so that you can serve others. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I struggle with that, um, a lot. And like, you know, since I started Shay New, especially it's been, um, it's been like a big energy suck and not Mm -hmm. like in a bad way. Like I'm really happy, um, that I've been like called, so to, so to speak, to do this. Um, mm-hmm. But I think when working with underrepresented communities and reading articles and, you know, like I was watching this uh, webinar on getting capital and it was with all these mm-hmm. black founders and there's like, they're like, yeah, there's no money for black founders. And then you read about um, the amount of people, white people or white men especially who are on like the Forbes list or making all this money and like, you don't think about it, but it's a total energy depletion to constantly um, be trying to do something good. And then just, just noticing how much bad or like how much more you have to keep going and trying. Right. Um, Right. So yeah, that's been a, like not only like with the pandemic, which is totally 
ruined me. Um, but you know, with Shay new, I just feel sometimes like, what is the saying? Like you have like a lot of like weight on your shoulders, like the mm-hmm. world on your shoulders or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found that meditating when I, you know, do it consistently really helps kind of balance what I like the stress that I'm perceiving and then what I'm actually going through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, yeah, having the weight of the world on your shoulders, I mean, uh, yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll just start off by saying like, you know, I really commend your effort, you know, again, cause like, yeah, I can totally uh, like, you know, get that, like being in the fit, like particularly like in the face of, you know, uh, of, white supremacy just like really affecting Mm -hmm. like all aspects of our lives like how how do you fight against something like so like completely intertwined Mm. um yeah and it's like i mean i think you just have to do it like you know do what you're doing and like just very steadily you like it might not be like major changes But again, I mean, relating that to meditation, you know, like I, you know, I certainly wouldn't be to tell somebody that, you know, oh, meditate once and then you'll, you know, you'll figure it out and you'll Mm. be good. You know, you'll be changed. Like this is this is work. This is a practice, you know, it takes practice. And it's like that's where you see. I mean, it's just I feel like that's the same for, you know, anything when, you know, any true results that happen, you know, generally take a lot of effort and a lot of time. Mm. And it's something that's, you know, happens very gradually. Yeah. Uh, So like even just you, and I mean, again, with meditation, you know, it's like the point is big point of it is awareness, right? So like you're, you, even just the, the um, effort or like, this that you have have the ability to just make people more aware of mm. you know these uh black owned businesses or mm-hmm. uh you know biz- women owned businesses lgbtq plus businesses you know like that awareness is just already so powerful so like you know i think again you really are doing something really <laughs> spectacular making that direct thank you thank yeah. you so you did talk about a little bit about, uh, you know, meditation and, uh, doing your practice. Um, so can I ask you, you know, uh, well, you do meditate, but, uh, what, when you do meditate, uh, what type of meditation do you normally do or how do you normally do it? Yeah. So I don't know if this is, I mean, I know there's not like a right way or wrong way, but so I don't know. I didn't just like watch someone do what I do. And then mm-hmm. emulate it. But basically what I do or what I enjoy, what works the most for me is to put on um, like a sound bath soundtrack mm-hmm. on, on um, Spotify. Like mm-hmm. especially the bowls. The bowls yeah. really help me or um, just like birds and nature. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just sit um, and work on grounding so like what I do, like I really enjoy doing is visual visualization. So mm. mine right now that's been really helpful for me is there's this like beach in Portugal 
And outside the beach, there's like this forest area with cliffs and stuff. And so I visualize I'm sitting um, like one or two places. I'm either sitting at the edge of the cliff with my dog and just like feeling the ground underneath me and just like feeling what that feels like. Yeah. Um, Or the other thing I visualize is being in a canoe on the water Mm. and just feeling what that feels like. But whatever that does for me, it just takes me out of like my angsty day-to-day New York, what the heck is happening (laughs) place and puts it into the place that I'm trying to go. So like I'm trying to move to Portugal. Right, right, Um, right. So that's what I do. And then afterwards, so before that, I'll actually do a little bit of yoga, just some stretching. Mm -hmm. And then I'll put on the the music, do my visualization and just kind of sit there. And then afterwards, I, so I don't really journal because Mm -hmm. like I write so much that I just like, I'm not, I probably should, but I don't journal for myself. Right. Um, But what I do is I'll write down lessons that come to me as I'm, sitting Mm. or I'll write down like little notes to myself, like, um, what, and and it always just like kind of comes to me. So it's not like I'm thinking about it. It's, it'll be like, you have everything you need. Remember that. Or like my most recent one was like, I can't remember what it was, but it's like always, it's always these little messages that come to me while I'm meditating. That's very, very cool. And I have a lot. I, have, I actually have a lot of thoughts and a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I think um, in response to you explaining your practice. So first, first uh, of all, um, I love that you brought up the idea of grounding, and because I think that's an incredibly important aspect of meditation that often gets overlooked. Um, and because oftentimes, again, I feel like people when they think about meditation a lot of times they're like you know oh i want it to be an escape i want Hmm. it to like you know be a like a lot of the time i actually said this on the last podcast but i'll say it again (laughs) is that a lot of the times when i think when people think of meditation and what they really want to get out of it is actually more akin to like a psychedelic experience than actual Hmm. meditation yes you know and that they want something where it's transcendence, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where it's like you break through the false reality and see true reality, you know, and all it's glory. And it's yeah. like, it, you know, and all it's like colorful white light. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, that's not really what it's about. It's about, you know, it's more, it's really about getting in touch with real reality mm. than <clears throat> actually escaping it. And so the grounding aspect to me and like kind of that focus on, yeah, on really like connecting and feeling like kind of a connection to the earth is like super important because I feel like more people, you know, venture off, go up, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. into the heavens rather than go down onto the earth. So I do have something to say about that. If I can Mm -hmm. like interject really quickly. Go, go for it. So this is actually... I think you'll find this funny. So the first time I did acid, I don't like to do drugs, but I did acid once and 
I, the come down was terrible and I already yeah. have anxiety. So I was just like, this is a really bad experience. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at the trees and thinking how the trees had been there for like hundreds of years and they were like strong and full and they'd seen like death and fights and like really bad things, but they're still standing. Mm-hmm. And like, since that moment, um, all I can do is think about like whenever I'm like sad or whatever, it's like thinking about the trees or the mm-hmm. ocean or like things in nature that mm-hmm. have existed before us and will yeah. exist after us. Yeah, no, that's such a sorry. Profound, <laughs> no, no, that's such a profound and like powerful observation, you know, and something I've been thinking a lot too. Uh, like my mom actually, you know, like has sent me emails, not so much now, but like in the very beginning of the pandemic and being like, you know, she was, she was all worried. She really, you know, I'm here in Brooklyn and she's in uh, Virginia, Virginia beach. <laughs> and she's all like, I want you to come home. And I'm like, no, you know, like, I don't want to put you at risk. And, <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm watching Andrew Cuomo every day. And I'm like, mom, don't do that. That's not a good idea. <laughs> like, you know, and, uh, but she, you know, she said, so, you know, she's like, if I go outside and, uh, you know, spend time in nature, like things feel fine, yeah. you know? And I'm like, yeah. Cause like it, like 99% of things are like fine, you know, it's just that we're blasting ourselves with information, like about, yeah. you know, the pandemic and whatever, not yeah. to, you know, say that we shouldn't be informed or we shouldn't, you know, take it seriously. So we should definitely be informed, definitely take it seriously. But like, but but, you know, people get so wrapped up. Yeah, you just make yourself crazy. Yeah, you just make yourself crazy. And it's like... Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that too. I mean, I think most everybody does it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's even another... This theme has just keep coming up that like, you know, nature just sort of chugs along. And that I even heard somebody talking about a Bill Hicks joke where it's like, you know, turn on the TV and it's just like you know, war, famine, death, war, famine, death. And then you like look outside and you see a bird singing in the tree <laughs> and you're like, I don't see any war, famine, wow. or death. Yeah. You know? Um, wow. So, yeah. So like, that's such an important thing to realize that again, it's like, and pe- I just feel like people get so caught up in it. Hopefully mm-hmm. less now that like, you know, the election's over and we're all not like, so like hyper-focused on, you know, uh, all the bad things that were happening in the white house, but like, like, yeah. So it's just something to be aware of. Um, so yeah. So the grounding I think is just so fundamentally important and the, the tree metaphor, you know, the tree being an example of that is just so wonderful. Um, I also love that you meditate after you do yoga because that's traditionally, Mm-hmm. how you're supposed to meditate is the yogas were preparation for meditation. And I often, when I'm working with students, uh, I often suggest, you know, if they do do yoga or even if they do like, you know, exercise, I'm like, just meditate a few minutes at the end of your yoga or your exercise routine. Um, because I think, well, a, it wears you out a bit. So you're like, not, mm-hmm. you know, you're not so like fidgety. Yeah. And, Again, 
is something, again, I always talk about, but it's important. You know, the word yoga originally actually means to yoke. And what are you yoking together? You're yoking together the body and the mind. Whoa. Uh, so you're really putting the body. One of my favorite definitions of meditation uh, is putting the body or is meditation is when you put the mind in the body. Uh, so that's really where the power comes from. And I, I, again, I just feel like when we talk about mindfulness meditation, you know, it's like mind, you mm. know, mind, 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 mind. But generally when you're using, when you're practicing mindfulness meditation, it's like you're, it's so it's based off of physical sensations. It's like you're either focusing on the breath, you know, which is the physical feeling of, of breathing, mm -hmm. or you're focusing on, you know, the sensation of the body of like placing your awareness on your feet or yeah. in your shoulders, or, you know, or focusing on sound is another mindfulness and meditation. And like, that's, you know, using your auditory input. So it's all very much based in like, in the physicality of existence. It's not mm -hmm. like you're playing mind games here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I just always really want to uh, emphasize that point that meditation is a mind-body practice. It's not just a mind practice. Right. Uh, and then lastly, I think I think this is the last point um, <laughs> that I, I really want to talk about. Visual visualization. And now it's funny how we're talking about like, oh, being grounded in reality, being focused yeah. on physical sensations. But here you are. You know, know, imagining that you're on like a beach in <laughs> Portugal, right? You know, it's, uh, and so what's like, how does that relate? Um, how is that like the same as right. meditation? And like, I guess what I've noticed about visualization practices, and maybe I should back up to just talk a, a little bit about my experience with them because, uh, so, you know, I'm a practicing Buddhist. I was, ritually initiated into uh, the Havadra Tantra by Sakya Trichin, who's the head of the Sakya lineage of Tibet. Uh, and if you know anything about Tibetan Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhist meditation, or, or rather Vajrayana or Tantric Buddhist meditation, it's visualization. Hmm. And, and what you're visualizing actually generally is you're either visualizing a god in front of you or you're visualizing yourself as a god. Wow. And that seems pretty crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, and the idea, of course, is that, you know, by vi this visualization, you're transforming yourself and you're actually realizing that, you know, you are no different than. Yes the God, because mm -hmm. we're all already enlightened anyway. We just wow. forgot. Right. Right. And so what I've noticed in my practice, and now I can't talk about too many details because it is supposed to be like super secret or whatever, <laughs> but you can like, you know, you can read about what I do in a book. It's not that hard to figure out. Uh, but, uh, but don't practice unless you've been ritually initiated. That's the important thing. Anyway, what I've noticed is that visualizing has a very real physical effect on my body. Hmm. 
And uh, like, I feel things, you know, I feel sensations. I feel like, you know, muscles, certain muscles may be tense up, other muscles may relax. But the visualization definitely has, even though it seems like so based in the mind and like imaginary and kind of like, right. Even like you're sort of deceiving yourself. Right. It has such a very, a really physical effect on my body. So I think, I think visualization is a perfectly valid way to, to meditate. And, you know, if, if you imagining yourself like on a beach, (laughs) you know, in Portugal. Yeah. I think that tool that can still be a tool to bring you into contact with reality and how you're feeling right now, you know? Yeah. I think it was like, for me, it was like, where is the place that you like, where, where do you go to feel most like centered? Mm -hmm. Um, but I also like, I haven't visualized Coney Island, but I'll go to Coney Island a lot and just sit there. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, kind of get back into myself. So I I think it was like partially wanting to be in Portugal. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is like, once I'm, you know, it's not like I'm visualizing like a party. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 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 You know, it's like, I would feel most at peace in my new home doing this thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's really great. And uh, again, I, you know, encourage you, encourage you to practice, encourage you to keep it up. And, uh, speaking of practice, uh, <laughs> you want to do a meditation? Yes, please. Cool. Uh, so I, th- I think we'll probably do, uh, the body scan. Okay. Good, good old body scan that I, <laughs> that I always like. Um, so, you know, for, of course, for those of you who are listening, uh, Please feel free to follow along. You are invited to follow along and encouraged. Uh, so, you know, if you have ever meditated before, uh, just a little primer. Uh, you want to make sure that you're uh, sitting down, uh, either cross-legged or in a chair is fine. I just say that if you're in a chair, just make sure that your feet are firmly planted on the ground. Uh, also, you want to make sure that your back is relatively straight. Uh, but not rigid. You don't want to be forcing yourself uh, standing up like a, I don't know, like a rigid Victorian or something <laughs> like that. But you, you know, you want to keep your back relatively straight, uh, but also, but yeah, not rigid. And then, uh, actually, one thing I will say, uh, Kristen, you won't hear this, but on this episode, I'm going to experiment. Uh, during the meditation, putting, you know, a little bit of ambient music underneath oh, it. Oh, cool. And so for those of you who are listening, uh, you know, let me know if you like that or if you don't like that. You know, again, just starting out, so I'm trying different things out. So any input uh, is appreciated. So, yeah, let me know if you like that. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so I think... That's about it. Are you ready to get started? I'm so ready. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Let's do this. So at the sound of the bell, we will begin.
so now we will place our awareness on our feet. Just noticing how our feet feel right now in this moment. Maybe they feel warm. Maybe they feel cold. Maybe you notice particular textures touching your feet. However your feet feel right now, just recognize that. Become aware of that part of your body. Now, we'll bring our awareness up to our seat, where our body comes in contact with either the ground or the chair you're sitting in. Notice how you are held up and supported during your practice. Now, we'll raise our awareness up to our belly. Begin to notice the subtle movement of the belly as it follows the breath. Now, we'll raise our awareness up to our hearts, to that place in the center of our chest. Feel in to this part of your body and become aware of it.
Now, we'll raise our awareness up to our shoulders, checking in with this part of our body. There's no need to change anything about your shoulders. Just notice how they feel right now in this moment. our awareness up to the back of the head, feeling a part of our body we're often not aware of. Noticing any particular textures that are touching them. up to our seat, feeling that support, Next, we'll raise our awareness up to our belly, noticing its subtle movements. our awareness up to our hearts, feeling that space in the center of our chest.
Now we'll bring our awareness up to our shoulders. Checking in with this part of our body. to our belly. our awareness up to our shoulders.
All right, in just a moment, I will ring the bell. Ending our meditation session. Once I ring the bell, I invite you to join me in a bow, dedicating all the merit you've accrued from our practice today to the benefit of all sentient beings. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, how was that? How was your experience? Oh gosh, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, I sat next to Yoshi, so he didn't do anything bad <laughs> while I was meditating. So like, I, like my hand was just touching him. Like one uh-huh. hand was just touching him. Um, yeah. so that was like really nice. But then Halfway through it, he just starts licking me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it made me really happy because it was, you know, like talking about the seat and how your seat supports you. And then Yoshi's like licking me and I'm like, oh, he's supporting me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the universe is supporting you, you know. Oh, man. Like, like, yeah, the universe wants you to meditate. Amazing. Uh, and yeah, it's that's such a that's so adorable. To think <laughs> little little Yoshi, you know, yeah. supporting you. Yeah, uh. that's really nice, and it's it's cool too because it's just you know it like I guess you know we again we often think about like meditation being like this big thing that's like oh meditation you got to do it so that you're you know <laughs> the you're you're better and blah 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 you know it's like this like big kind of uh threatening thing but it's like meditation can just be like you know touching yoshi touching mm. touching your dog or being licked mm. by your dog and just like being really present with that mm. sensation and that feeling yeah and you can also use those sensations and those feelings like in moments like in, you know, in case of emergency type of thing, you hmm. know, where it's like, I know I'm freaking out right now, but yeah. let me just, let me just pet my dog yeah. and just, just focus on how, you know, the softness of his fur, you know, the warmth yeah. of his body and, you know, the, the, the loving energy that he gives off, you know, like, you know, so the, all those things can, you know, help you know, ground you again in the present moment. Um, so thanks, Yoshi. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for, for, uh, te- again, uh, you know, the animals, animals always know, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, thank you. You know, thank you so much for practicing with me today and thank you so much for being here and having, I, th- I thought this conversation was really great. Um, personally um yeah. so thank you for thank you for being here and uh just you know before we wrap up uh do you have any questions about meditation um 
I do have one small question. Okay. Um, but first I just want to say thank you because I was just like going through so much this mm-hmm. week and, um, I was just the other day, my best friend, she's a mental health professional, um, who I have on speed dial yeah. and, and I was, as we like, all probably should oh have my a, one, at least one mental health professional <laughs> on speed dial. Um, yeah, I need like a mob, but, um, I was like freaking out and, um, just like generally just freaking out. And she's like, have you heard of the five, four, three, two, one technique for anxiety, which is like count the count things. And then like five things you can count or something. And then four things you can see three things Mm. you can hear, like whatever, like that. Mm. Um, and I'd never done that before. So it's really, really funny now, you know, talking about meditating and Yoshi licking me and it's like, you know, it brings you back to the present. It's like whatever you need to do to just get out of your head for a second and be like, we can deal with this. Like, it's cool, but just like ground yourself first and then come back, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so, such a valuable lesson and yeah, like we'll know, handle it, but just just come, just table it for a second. <laughs> yeah, and it's like most of the time we do have a second more than we even realize to table things. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. oh God, I got to do this thing right yeah. now. You know, oh, I just want it to be over. Yeah, or, this you know, guy, he's not texting me back. What am I going to do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, it's such a such an important uh lesson really that you you know you do have these tools and these options that in these yeah. moments moments of like oh my god you know it's like well what i've never heard of the five four three two one method but that sounds really interesting I'll have it's to look cool into that. it's really cool yeah um so but but my question was basically yeah okay so my question is on like a regular day-to-day basis, two questions. On a regular day-to-day basis, how much meditation would you recommend? And then my second question is when things have like totally hit the fan and you're in panic mode, do you recommend doing the same thing or like ramping it up or like, so if it's like day-to-day, what should the practice be? And then when you're in, panic mode what should it be great questions um i i'm a big believer of practicing you know every day like that's mm-hmm. my goal when i'm working with like meditation clients is like you know i'm i'm trying to get you to meditate every day so i don't really focus on the time so much um i'm just more cuz i think step 1 is meditating every day yeah. And then then you can start increasing the time. Uh so I would say for people just starting out, you know, meditating whatever amount of time you think you can do every day for meditation is the amount of time that you should do. Mm-hmm. Uh so even if that's just 1 minute a day, mm-hmm. 2 minutes a day, 3 minutes a day, you know, I think just starting out that is great. And even now for me personally, like, you know, uh, though I meditate every day and I'm teaching meditation, you know, it's like, I don't, I still don't like 
it's not like I'm spending hours meditating every day. <laughs> you know, it's, it's generally like, you know, between 10 to 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not. I just picture you in your bedroom, just like meditating. All like day. endlessly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, that's not, that's really not what my life is like. Uh, wow. so yeah, so I don't, you know, that's, Cause again, I'm, I'm trying to approach it for more like a practical aspect mm. and, you know, mm-hmm. like I understand that, you know, most people don't have, you know, two hours, three hours a day to dedicate to meditation. So, you know, I, th- again, I think just starting out small and trying to get it to a point where you do it every day, then, you know, then you can mess around with expanding the times, but, mm-hmm. um, okay. And then uh, second, what do you do in crisis mode? Well, I guess there's two two approaches to this. I, I guess firstly, I would say if you really, really are in crisis mode and can't meditate, that is okay. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, and I've gone through phases of like, you know, pretty severe depressions and I've talked to my meditation teacher and he's like, you know, if you, if you just can't do it, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. That's totally fine. And, uh, but with that being said, so like, yeah, you know, don't beat yourself up if yeah. you're like, Oh, you know, Oh, I can't, you know, I'm too messed up to meditate. Yeah. You know, that's, that's fine. You know, just don't, don't ever beat yourself up about it. Um, but with that being said, I mean, I think focusing on the breath has often worked for me. Um, and I would I would suggest doing like a counting breathing in particular, where I wouldn't okay. normally suggest this if you're just if you're just focusing on your breath for, you know, for meditation and you're feeling fine, like. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this. Um, but one good technique that I've read about is just, you know, breathing in for a count of seven and then breathing out for a count of seven or maybe even eight because, uh, you know, about uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic for the no. body. No, it's uh, that. Like it's fight or flight. Um, oh, okay. Or well, well, there's the there's the sympathetic side, which is which is fight or flight, and then there's parasympathetic, which is, uh, I guess they say rest and digest. Uh, <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. your body is actually kind of fluctuating between these two states all the time, and so if you take bigger inhales, it it's sort of prompts your body to be more have a more sympathetic response which is that more flight or flight mm-hmm. um type of thing where if you focus on your exhales or if you have like longer exhales then your body shifts more into parasympathetic mode which is the calm you know rest and digest mode so when you're when you're in it you know when you're anxious Hmm. Uh, and having an anxiety attack, you know, or something like that. Um, yeah. 
It's like your body's in sympathetic mode. It's getting yeah. ready. You know, it's like you're, you think you're being chased by like a saber toothed tiger, right? <laughs> yeah, for but sure. But there isn't, there isn't actually the, the saber toothed tiger is just in your mind, right? Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so shifting to that parasympathetic mode is kind of where you want to go to the, the point where your body isn't like shooting out cortisol mm-hmm. and, you know, adrenaline. Right. Cause you can't, you can't process things and, and, and react to things in like a reasonable or like a rational way. Right. If you're just like hyped up on adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, sometimes, you know, you, you do need that. <laughs> and, but some, but most of the time, especially since we're not like hunter gatherers anymore. And, right. You know, we live a pretty stable and, uh, you know, safe existence relative to, you know, right. other periods of history, you know, those threats aren't immediate. Uh, so I would say, yeah, I, I really like the, the counting seven in and then counting seven out while you're breathing. But the thing is about that is like, you gotta, you gotta stick with it for a while before you, uh, really get, get the effect. And I'm not saying like a whole long time, but you just have to, I'd say, try to do it like at least five, six, seven times Okay. of like full in and outs of the counting to up to the seven and counting up to the seven or down to the seven. And, you know, maybe, you'll feel a little better, you know, maybe you'll feel better for a little bit. Yeah. And then like, you know, as the mind does, it will throw another thought at you that like really messes you up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just go back to that. Um, and you know, you can always go back to the sensation of the body and the sensation of the breath. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I like the seven, uh, you know, count in seven, count out seven, just because it gives people a rubric to, or like a, a scheme to follow. And mm-hmm. particularly when you're anxious, it's like it's very helpful to have those particular like f- rules to focus on rather than just be like, oh, just put focus on your body. Like, yeah, what yeah. does that mean? But uh, so but really, that is the point is like is getting back into the sensation of the body you know, where you realize, hey, you know, yes, uh, you know, the world may be falling apart, but for now, you know, I'm in my room. Yeah. I'm in my bed. I have four walls. Yeah, totally. You, you know, I got some food in the fridge, you know. Uh, you know, I may not have all the beer I want, but I have some <laughs> beer. You know, yeah. like, you, you yeah. know, and, and taking those – and. It, that actually goes another good trick for anxiety is also, you know, practicing gratitude, hmm. you know, and uh, just being like, rather than thinking about all the things that I don't have, you know, and all the things that I lack, like, you know, think of all the things that you do have, you yeah. know, and uh, I like this. I can add this to my little journaling session after. Yeah, and I was actually going to say, too, with that, that was the one other thing I forgot. Um, (laughs) The journaling after meditation is actually something that my meditation teacher uh, really encouraged me to do. And 
it wasn't so much like the phrases that would come up, but just noticing, just jotting down, like even what popped up in your mind Hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. Because again, like, you know, the schema for traditional Buddhist meditation is first, you know, step one is you calm the mind, right? You can't really watch the mind until you calm the mind. So that's generally like the practices, like the body scan and things like that. That's about calming the mind. And then the next step is becoming aware of what's happening in your mind. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the journaling does really help with that. It's like another extra level of awareness. Um, right. So for anybody who wants, who does meditate and wants to experiment with that, you know, I highly recommend it. Uh, and I always, the problem that I'd always get caught up was like, I'd be meditating and like, oh man, I know I have to write in this journal. Like, what am uh, I going to write? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, so don't worry too much about it because trust me, your mind always throws something at you. Yeah. That's how I feel about journaling. I've got friends who just are like, oh, I'm going to sit down and journal for two hours. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Because, like, so for me, the journaling is just like, yeah, it's just like jotting down thoughts that came to me or like any kind of like self after self-affirming things that I feel after meditating. It's just like a a sentence, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's exactly the type of thing that you want to do. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's great. Um, and I think those questions were great. So thank you for asking them. Yeah. And I guess just before we wrap up, any last uh, shout outs, any last minute plugs you want to give? Um, yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel kind of scummy plugging everything after just like meditating and being no, like, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we did this awesome thing and I feel really good inside. But now check my blog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, everyone can find my magazine at um, leftbankmag.com. And mm-hmm. Shay New is um, Shay New mm-hmm. So www.shaynewguide.com. And um, if people want to follow me or see what kind of shenanigans I'm getting myself into and then freaking out about after. Um, <laughs> I'm Kristen, not Harry on Instagram. So last name is Potter. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. And I'll be sure to include all those links, uh, you know, in the show description. Thank Uh, you. And so you can check out, uh, left bank magazine, uh, Shay new. Uh, also we didn't, you mentioned it briefly, but we didn't really get into self care Sundays. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so do you just want (laughs) to, Explain what that is real quick. Yeah. Okay. So self-care Sundays, I started, I think like October or November. It's just a thing that I do on my Instagram. It's like low stakes, like very little pressure. Um, you actually were my first self-care mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Um, but it basically started because I was going through a bunch of crap. So like during the pandemic, I've had neighbors die. I've started and and left literally two jobs. 
<laughs> um, so it's just, you know, Black Lives Matter, list goes on and on, relationships, all of it. And I was just feeling, or like I, you know, feel, but I, at that time I was feeling very, um, uh, like confused and overwhelmed. And so I started self-care Sundays because I figured, you know, like if I'm feeling like this and I'm a pretty strong person mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if I'm feeling so weak and powerless and just helpless, other people have to be feeling this. Like it can't just be me feeling this. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'll put together some programming like very chill, um, of like having friends come and talk about astrology or like new moon ritual or full moon rituals. Or I had a friend did, she did this like herbalism class and then she finished it with like a song and kind of a visualization meditation. Mm, cool. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's every Sunday, um, at one thirty Eastern on my Instagram and it's just like a good time to just check in. Um, it's like, I don't want to say it's the only time I check in with myself because, you know, like in any given week, I'm either meditating or doing yoga or not doing any of that and vegging out. But <laughs> there is one day a week where I'm like, all right, we're going to make this a priority. Yeah. Um, and it's been really helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. And again, like, thank you for having me on the show. And <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I was... Uh... You know, I watched uh, the grief. Uh, the one last Sunday was about grief, and it was really, yeah. uh, really incredible. And that one really, crushed me. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I feel like we could probably fill up a whole other like hour uh, just talking about uh, about the grief. But uh, you know, maybe we should. You know, we could save that for another time. Okay. Uh, and Deal. I, you know, of course, I'd love to have you back on the show. Uh, you know, sometime in the future. Um, and I, of course, I would love to appear on uh, Self Care Sundays if you Yay. ever wanted me back. So uh, please let me know. Uh, but again, uh, I would just like to th- thank you, Chris, and th- thank you so much for being oh, on the show. Thank and, you. Uh, again, I, I, feel, really th- I feel like I'm being hugged right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, I'll try. Uh, yeah, sending you, sending you air hug. You know, thank through, you. through through the astral plane. Thank uh, you. You know, to you and uh, yeah, and everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, again, please like and subscribe uh, to the podcast. Write a review if you get a chance. Really helps me out. Uh, and to everybody out there, you know, uh, just keep meditating, stay mindful, have fun with it, uh, and you know, don't take it too seriously. It's <laughs> uh, it's it's here to help you. Not nothing nothing uh, worth getting upset about. So, good night, everybody, and uh, have a good one. This has been another episode of Meditating with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out my Instagram at Jeremy McMindfulness 